All right. Hey, welcome to this edition of the SA Crypto Digest. This is issue 36 and it's Friday the 20th of September 2019. So we're back from Cape Town and it was a lot of fun. The inaugural Crypto Fest was a blast and it was so great to meet so many of our Cape Town audience and uh, all at an amazing venue on a downright belter of a Cape Town day. You can see the photo um, or the photos from our Twitter page over at SA Crypto underscore. Um, meanwhile, the central banks seem to be hellbent on preventing economic downturns. I'm not quite sure what they're so afraid of. Just think about it. Why are we so afraid of a downturn? Just a little bit of a, a downturn. Rather go through the natural cycles and try and inflate everything on an unsustainable non-stop growth trajectory. Just this week, we've heard news that the European Central Bank will introduce uh, quantitative e easing, while the US Fed followed closely behind. The cracks are clearly starting to show in the world economies, and uh, token mathematician Varoshan Nika actually published an outstanding piece on SA Crypto yesterday explaining token philosophy, with the paper doing an outstanding job at explaining some of the basics of monetary systems. Meanwhile, let's get into what's happening in the industry this past week. And uh, this week's newsletter is proudly sponsored by Africa Tech, which is a child conference of Africa.com. Go to sacrypto.coza, look for the sidebar, click on the advert, and you will get free tickets and free entrance to Africa Tech happening from the 12th to the 14th of November in Cape Town. So LG announces blockchain phone. Hot off the heels of recent Samsung Galaxy Note 10 developments, LG have announced they will become the third manufacturer of a blockchain phone behind Samsung as well as HTC. That is if Huobi don't beat them to it. Last Monday, that's 9 September, South Korean news outlet IT Chosen reported that LG had filed a trademark application in both South Korea and the USA for a digital currency wallet. There haven't been any official announcements from LG though, with no sign of expected release dates as yet. Telegram's blockchain potentially the biggest launch in history. Telegram are now almost one month away from launching their Telegram Open Network, where the proof-of-stake platform's 300 million users will be able to transact within the app. After a record $1.7 billion private token sale for the Gram token, the messaging app has now released its source code, revealing just what is expected. And if its blockchain can truly sustain its number of users, like it says it can, it will be by far the largest blockchain launch in history. NBA superstar tokenizes his new contract in World First. One of America's best basketball stars has created the future. Spencer Dinwiddie, a guard for the Brooklyn Nets, sees himself as more of a tech guy than a, ba uh, than a basketball player. His Twitter bio reads, just a tech guy with a jumper. And this move proves it. Dinwiddie was just offered a new three-year contract by the Nets. In order to capitalize now on the contract so as to invest in new tech ventures, he has essentially created a bonds contract. Utilizing a blockchain-empowered token, Dinwiddie has securitized the three-year contract, uh, contract, allowing investors to be paid principal and interest on the tokens when the contract expires. Major aviation company launches a blockchain black box. 
Red Cat Holdings, a commercial drone developer based in the US, have partnered with GoChain to put drone flight data onto a blockchain. The encrypted system will allow regulators to track and review drone flight data, making the industry more transparent after a surge in illegal personal drone activity. The company are already working with Amazon, Google and UPS in order to assist them in monitoring their already significant drone fleets. Domino's in France is giving away $110,000 in Bitcoin. The French franchise of Domino's Pizza have announced a new competition that will give away €100,000, approximately $110,000, to one lucky winner on December 16, 2019. The competition to celebrate the company's 30th birthday only requires customers to buy a pizza at one of their local outlets. The customers will then go into a lucky draw, and the winner will have the Bitcoin transferred to a Bitcoin wallet of their choice, with the transaction schedule even provided on the competition's rules page. Now some exchange news. We start with Altcoin Trader, who have cut their fees in half. In a surprise move for the South African crypto industry, Altcoin Trader announced that they would be cutting all fees on their platform by more than 50%. The new fee structure, effective immediately, now sees the exchange charging 0.35% on trades as opposed to their previous 0.8% fee. CEO Richard D'Souza shared with SA Crypto that this would include withdrawal fees, but we are still waiting for confirmation on this at time of writing. Binance, up to all kinds of action. Binance seemed to have uh, become the new Facebook Libra, dominating crypto news outlets all over the world. Where do we begin? The exchange recently launched a futures margin and lending platform, with the latter offering up to 15% return per annum on their native BNB token. But the launch didn't go entirely smoothly. Binance was subject to another attack on September 16th, this time on its new futures platform. But Changjing Zhao really, uh, revealed on uh, sorry, Chengping Zhao. He revealed on Twitter the attacker was unsuccessful. To add insult to injury, though, a Twitter user noticed some glaring similarities between Binance's derivatives platform and that of BitMEX. Mex's CEO Arthur Hayes jumped into the conversation with a snarky copy and paste comment. Ever the gentleman, Binance CEO CZ responded as diplomatic as he could. As if that wasn't enough, the world's largest exchange also launched into Indonesia along with its first non-USD stablecoin while simultaneously launching into the US, although 13 states, including New York, are currently excluded from the platform. In addition to all of this, the company has been seen at a few South African events recently. Could this be a sign that they're working on something here too? Can you just give us a chance to catch our breath, please? And Luno, they've announced they added 1 million users in the past year. Luno came out with some news of their own recently, stating that their user base had grown by 1 million people in the past year. This uh, takes the total number of users on the platform to 3 million, along with adding Bitcoin Cash to their exchange, as well as hinting at other coins in the pipeline, it would seem that the company has an aggressive growth strategy. Market analysis, Bitcoin primed for big move and win old season. This week's market analysis sees the Bitcoin price volatility down to its lowest rate in almost a year, meaning there is very likely a significant move incoming. It's hard at this stage to confirm whether it will be up or down, but it's coming nonetheless. 
In this episode, we explore the possibility of an alt season as well, looking at the entire altcoin market, excluding Bitcoin, in one chart. You can watch or listen to the entire analysis over on our page, sacrypto.co.za. And please, if you do get to our YouTube page, please do us a favor and subscribe. You will be supporting our cause. Thank you. So what else is happening? Hedera Hashgraph, an American blockchain alternative, has its token HBAR listed on over 12 exchanges. A blockchain running in space is on the way. Tether releases new Chinese Huan-backed stablecoin. Seychelles Stock Exchange launches world's first blockchain-based IPO. The largest TV channel in India just promoted crypto on one of its shows. Dash, to be listed on Coinbase Pro, climbs over 7% off the news. CBOE withdraws FanEck and SolidX Bitcoin ETF applications. And futures contracts on Bitcoin Cash to be available on a CFTC-regulated exchange by first quarter of 2020. And wrapping up with our featured tweet, this week's tweet comes from the blockchain strategist at Standard Bank, Paresh Dyer. Paresh is one of the African continent's blockchain influencers and has been a proponent of the tech for almost half a decade. So seeing his criticism of utility is to be read within that context of a blockchain proponent. In this tweet, Paresh explains the challenge he had with trying to pay someone with F, detailing his need to calculate gas and still being too low in the queue of a congested network. The complicated process for someone with vast experience in the industry highlights just how far away we are from widespread adoption. He raises good points in this short rant. Let's read the tweet, the first two tweets in the thread. We all ask for crypto mass adoption, but the reality is that the crypto experience is just not ready yet for mainstream. Today, I paid a company with ETH, accepting the recommended transaction fee of a platform that I was using. Little did I know that the Ethereum network was congested. Four hours later, still not a single confirmation. I had to go all technical and get the transaction rejected by submitting a custom transaction to zero it. Resubmitted payment with a high custom fee, which eventually succeeded. Interesting points raised by Paresh. That's all, folks. That's what is happening this week. If you have any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Please simply email me, james.preston. That's Preston with an O, P-R-E-S-T-O-N, james.preston at sacrypto.co.za. And if you have a question of the week for Graham's market analysis, you can email me as well. If you find value in this weekly email that goes around, please support SA Crypto by forwarding it to a friend and encouraging them to subscribe. And of course, uh, if you don't know where to find that email, just go to sacrypto.co's a little pop-up box will appear in the bottom right into your details there. Thanks for reading. And of course, let's hope the Boca can do it against the All Blacks tomorrow in their opening game of the Rugby World Cup. From myself, James, and the rest of the SA Crypto team, which includes the likes of Catherine Jenkin, our editor, Mark Forrest, who is our technical operator, and uh, Gerald, Luke, and the rest of the guys here at SA Crypto have a very good weekend. Until next time, cheers.